who doesn't love endless mimosas and giving back to the community? If you love endless mimosas, 32 Below, Froyo and More has endless mimosas every Saturday and Sunday. They are also giving back to our community here during the holidays. Uh, they are giving back to the Children's Village. And if you would like to help them by uh, donating non-perishable food items, uh, different gifts for kids all different ages at the Children's Village, go check out their Christmas tree at their location here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Make sure you give back and go drink some mimosas. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Josh and Jesse uh, with Metamorphosis see a studio in Post Falls, Idaho. Uh, they do personal trainings, like a studio where they do a lot of one-on-one, small boot camps, things like that. Um, so first of all, Josh, Jesse, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. Of course. Um, so a little background. I've known these guys for a very long time. Uh, we went back to the peak and Post Falls days where Jesse and I taught classes. Oh, Josh and I actually did boot camp with these guys. I mean, we have uh, so much uh, yep. exercise history together. <laughs> we did our uh, spin instructor training together. That was a good time. That was a lot. Of, yeah, that, that, was, that was a lot of biking. Let's say we were sore for a few days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Jesse, tell us a little bit about what you're doing, a little bit about the studio, um, and just a little bit about you guys. Awesome. Well, like you said, uh, we own a Metamorphosis personal training studio in Post Falls, and we primarily focus on one-on-one -on -one training. Uh, we used to have a couple groups and whatnot and challenges and stuff, but you know, with uh, COVID, we've decided to forego any sort of group style workouts for the time being. Um, so yeah, like I said, we focus on one-on-one -on -one training. So, um, you know, we do sessions every 30 minutes. So literally when you walk in the door, we're gonna start training. We don't waste a single second. And um, since COVID and whatnot, I think that the small group, like the more boutique style like we have is gonna just kind of skyrocket here. Um, you know, a lot of these big box gyms right now are kind of putting it on you to clean your own equipment. And then you've got like people up in your grill and it's supposed to be like, hey, six feet. So um, <laughs> we really are fortunate in our space that we naturally are able to social distance we control our environment. So we clean all of our equipment. We know where all the hand sanitizer is. We know who's been in the studio. So I feel like we're, we went through a rough patch there, but now we're starting to pick back up here, just given our uh, space and what we're able to do. So we're just excited to keep helping uh, more people stay healthy through this crazy time and uh, build some strong immune systems because you know, your immune system doesn't get strong just sitting around drinking booze, even though we all feel that hard this year. Um, we got to stay healthy. We got to stay strong. So we just want to keep bringing people in and filling up our schedule and helping our community. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. And it's such a good point is that um, when you go in and work out, I work out like a smaller gym um, and they are doing really well at cleaning because it is a smaller gym and it is, it's nice that you guys can wipe everything, sanitize, make someone feel like they're going into a space that's safe and clean. I think that's super important right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, 
you know, I know Washington gyms have shut back down again. And uh, we, we did over the summer have a few people from Washington come over and, uh, you know, it, they're going through some hard stuff now. They can't even get into the gyms. They can't get anywhere. So we just want to help as many people as we can right now because we think that, you know, staying healthy, staying strong through this whole thing is going to be pretty key. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. It's, and I don't get that. Like people are like, let's shut down gyms. I get it. You're sweating. Everyone's using uh, like sharing equipment and stuff, but it's like one of the most cleanest places that when I go into, like I go and have dinner, I'm like, Ooh, no one's really doing anything. But when I go into my gym, people are wiping things down. There's spray bottles. Everything's just been sanitized and clean. And it smells like bleach in there, which is not always the best, but like, you know, it just feels mm-hmm. clean. And then you go shopping or to a restaurant and you're like, yeah, they're just not doing what they're supposed to. Um, so I think I, that that's a bummer for me. And like you said, the, the immune system isn't built by sitting around eating food and consuming alcohol, especially this time of year is because then you bring in Thanksgiving and Christmas and it's just, you know, we're back there. Yeah. So Josh, tell me, um, I mean, you guys didn't do this forever. What did you, how did you guys get into doing your own personal training studio? So, uh, yeah, we haven't done this forever. I've been kind of tried to stay in the fitness industry most of my life, just lifting weights and things like that, and just kind of doing my own thing and, you know, worked with people here and there. And then when the opportunity to purchase the studio came up, because Jesse kind of got our foot in the door with that and was working with Melissa at the studio and training clients and kind of building that up. And when we had the chance to kind of move in full time and and stop working for other people and working jobs that aren't necessarily what we want to do. We had the chance to just dive in and we're like, well, let's, we're going to go do it because this is what we want to do. We had already kind of started putting in, putting the pieces into place on how we were going to do it on our own. And we had purchased a bunch of equipment for our house and set it all up in our garage. And we were like, okay, here's our five-year plan. Let's, let's try to work on this. And then opportunity came and we're like, well, it's, we're, we're going full in. Like we have to go do this. So it just kind of happened at the right time. And I gave my two weeks at my job and we went on and started doing this and kind of went full, full speed ahead. Yeah. We literally had like no money saved up. (laughs) We had nothing. And Josh was like, well, screw it. I'm going to quit my job. And we're like, okay, I guess we're going to just full send into this. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) I don't know why, but this just doesn't even surprise me, Jesse. I feel like that's your personality. You're like, we're in, let's go. We're doing this hundred percent. And I love that about you guys. Yeah. That's pretty much how it went down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is what we're doing now because this is what we wanted to do. It's just happening sooner so let's make sure we figure this out yeah yeah you're in full stride it's like you kind of are starting to figure it out you're doing it like I mean you kind of started it it was going great and then COVID hit so you started learning a lot um Jesse is there one thing that you wish you would have known before you like started into the like owning your own studio um I wish I would have known I guess that like it's okay to have these low periods because they're always going to be followed by a high period and being okay that maybe I'm not the best match for somebody, you know, um, personal training in its 
own words is personal. And so I'm not everybody's cup of tea and everybody's not my cup of tea either. And sometimes um, you just realize that you're gonna just not connect with somebody and it makes it hard to help them because the connection's just not there. And I guess uh, being okay with rejection is it's, it's you, you have to learn that that's gonna happen. Somebody's not gonna like you, somebody's gonna quit. But for every person that doesn't like you and doesn't quit, you might have five more people just, you know, jumping at the bit to get into your schedule. <clears throat> and I think that's, that's super important on any kind of level, even without personal training. I mean, when you, you run a business or, you know, you work with coworkers, you, you're just not going to all get along. Personalities aren't meant to all, like, just be all happy. And great. Yeah. And definitely accepting failure because we're going to try things that, aren't going to work and we're going to have to be able to handle that and okay how do we do it different next time or what do we go back and change before we try to implement something like this again and it's difficult to deal with because we don't want to hear no or we don't want things to fail because then it's not it's not any fun so that's not fun at all failing is not fun like i know it's great we learn things but it's also not very fun i get it yeah <laughs> so gosh you have had, uh, what is it, seven, 70 knee surgeries? I don't know how many. Yeah. Um, so I'm up to like, I think 12 surgeries total by 30. Um, I had six, six knee surgeries, both rotator cuffs, and a few hand surgeries and stuff here and there when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, I'm really racking up the big joint surgeries like the big deal ones yeah so. when i met you he was like oh yeah i've had like seven no big deal and we're doing a, a boot camp thing together and i was like okay like are you good and he's like nope and he like modifies he does what he can do which i think is great and i i love that you've never complained you never make it like a big deal um and you're really just a solid dude like what inspires you to be your best self um gosh that's a tough question honestly it's I just don't want my body to be the thing keeping me from what I want to do. So like I'll, I'll go through injuries, something will happen. Let's make it stronger, come back better, and then use it as a learning experience and how I can be better and prevent it next time. And so honestly, it's just trying to make it so I can go do the things I want to do. I want to go race my dirt bike. I want to lift heavy weights. I want to go ride my bicycle a hundred miles. I want to go do all these things. If I'm going to, my body's going to have to be able to do it. So it's just keep pushing to do the things I want to do. And sometimes that doesn't always pay off. I'll end up hurt or <laughs> I know. Got it. If you're listening and you're like, gosh, I really want to really get into fitness or I want to reach out to these guys. The knee surgeries aren't from the fitness part. They're from his motorcycle and his fun things. Aren't, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the shoulder surgeries, I think I could chalk up to some of the more uh, physical labor jobs that I had through college. Um, knees, football and dirt bikes. And uh, that's about it. But what it has done also is I've spent a lot of time in physical therapy offices. So I get a lot of time to pick the brains of my therapists and learn how I can utilize some of these tools with my clients and work on back pain, shoulder pain, hips, knees, whatever. I kind of get a lot of those tools just from hanging out 
in a physical therapist's <laughs> office. And so it's been pretty helpful with a lot of clients, especially some of the, the more advanced age clients or the clients that come with pre-existing injuries that I've dealt with personally. Like, okay, cool, I can help you with that because I've already done that six times. So it's a, it's kind of a win-lose type <laughs> deal. <laughs> Are you even 30 yet? Uh, and I am 30. Okay. I was like, gosh, I was like, this 80 year old client comes to you and is like, oh yeah. And you're like, no, I've already gone through that. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Jesse, so if you could have a billboard uh, and it could say anything you wanted on it, what would it say? Or what would it have on it? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Lift heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just get strong. Just get strong. Like do hard things. Uh, you know, just yeah. Pick shit up. Pick heavy shit up. That's what yeah. I want to. Listen, go follow Jesse. She is like lifting such heavy weights and like doing some amazing things. I now I'm like I don't need those big weights. Like my back, I just starting to feel a little old. Um, <laughs> but I do love that about you guys is that you really do focus on like the the form. And you've taken your past training and your past, uh, even instructor experience to really focus on like, you can lift heavier stuff. You can do these things. It's all about like, you go into, I don't, I don't want to say this, but a lot of CrossFit gyms and you see all these people just jumping and lifting weights and throwing stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I see the videos and their, their backs are out or they're like just all these weight going on their knees. And so I really like that you guys focus on doing these movements correctly and so you can get those results. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, speaking to the CrossFit statement, like, don't get me wrong, those top 1%, those local elite athletes, I think they are absolutely amazing, incredible. But I also do have an issue with like Olympic lifting to fatigue for the average, you know, Jane or Joe that goes in there. I'm like, ah, let's start with like an air squat and see how we do that first and then work from the base, you know, and then move on up because you just throw somebody in there. And that's kind of how I feel about like group fitness classes nowadays, even though I used to be an instructor, I look back and I'm just like, ah, you know, if you can't help them, like there's a class of 20 people and you see that person in the back, it's hard to like be like, Hey, Jane, can you do this and this? And you're like, can't watch the whole class. It's very mm -hmm. difficult. Yeah, exactly. And then with my own training style too, I'm a wannabe power lifter. I haven't competed yet. So I can't say that I am because my first meet got canceled in April with COVID. But even within my own training and powerlifting, like, you know, I move my toe a half inch out. It changes my lift completely. I position my back or my shoulders in a certain way. I'm lifting without pain. So that's why when you come into our studio, you always go through that movement assessment. We see, okay, she's got some shoulder instability or, you know, she's really got the knock knees, stuff like that. So that we can work on those small little things before we start throwing all this big stuff at you because we're going to have so much messed up along the chain. And then we're gonna, you know, reinforce those improper movement patterns. And we really wanna start from the ground up. Yeah, have you guys been to Stretch Lab yet? No, but no, but I've recommended clients go over there and I've had a few clients go over there. Go in there, um, they do the same thing. They do that video of when your shoulders, like they can see from just, I mean, do an air squat and they can see where everything is tight and what is yeah. what. 
I mean, I went in, I, I love it. So um, I think that's so important. Like you said, is like even just your shoulders or your back, like watching some people lift, it just, mm-hmm. it, oh. <laughs> we spend a lot of time with clients on upper back, lower back and hamstrings, just because in our daily life, we're always like this, sitting at a computer in a chair, sitting forward or on a phone, and it just ruins your posture and your strength. And so we spend so much time working on things to correct that and just fix all of the low back pain or weak glutes, weak hamstrings, weak upper back, tight chest, all of that stuff that just comes with being alive in modern society. Yeah. And so some clients I'll be like, well, we're not, we're probably never going to do like a bench press because that's not something you need to do. Right. I mean, you can get (laughs) such good results from, I mean, like me, I like love lightweights now. I love to just do like kettlebells and bands. Like I just love it. And I sometimes can see the quicker results when I do lighter weights or like bands, um, depending on what I'm looking for. So I think that's super important is teaching them. You can do air squats, you can do wall sits and still get great results and not having to like, and working out, like you said, work up to those big weights or work up, work up to whatever your goals are. Yeah. Technique is everything. Yep. Yeah. And with saying that too, like, just because I power lift sure as heck means that my clients are not power lifting. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't do what I do. They do what they are capable of doing. And each one gets a little, you know, they each get something different. Right. And it depends on everyone's goals. Like someone might want to be a power lifter or they might just want to be like, have a strong lower back because they keep having issues like yes exactly everybody's different uh josh so what is um you know a life lesson you have learned a hard way (laughs) which which one (laughs) yes he's so supportive (laughs) which one is it (laughs) see here life lesson that i learned the hard way i'm trying not to create a bunch of a dead airspace here. You're fine. (laughs) I love the awkward silence. You just think and Oh, perfect. (laughs) Um, Gosh, life lesson that I learned the hard way. I really threw you a curveball. Okay, so (laughs) got it. When I, uh, let's see here, when I was going through college, I spent way too much time and energy with a job that was never going to be a career. It was never going to lead into anything. It was never gonna pay off, but I poured way too much time, energy, and way too much of my body into this job. It was very physical, like averaging 20 to 30 miles a night in this warehouse, just walking. And I was carrying like 50 to 100 pounds all the time, loading and unloading these trucks. For, and I'd usually start at around two in the afternoon and get off at around midnight or one, and then be back in school at 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning and repeat it all over again. So I poured way too much effort, time, and passion into this meaningless truckloading type job. And honestly, there's, I didn't get anything out of it. Maybe, uh, he got two shoulder surgeries. I got two shoulder surgeries, so that, ha- that happened. Lots of overhead lifting and like putting stuff up on things. And I think that was what ultimately did them in the rest of the way. But yeah, I just got back pain and like arthritis from it. And I, I guess the lesson there is 
put put your effort and your work into things that are worth it to you that are going to pay off for you because nobody else gives a shit. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, Jesse, so what is, and I'll give you a hard balls. What, uh, what have you failed at in your life? Anything you failed at that you like just learned a lot from learned a lot about yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> what have I failed at? Oh, um, what, what have I failed at anything? Uh, no, I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> that came off wrong. I'm perfect. What I, are you talking about? I failed at a lot of stuff. Um, you know, just, so I feel like um, putting all my eggs into my school basket, I guess. Um, I went to school late in life, in my late 20s, and I just worked my tail off didn't get into the programs, you know, A&P is really hard. <laughs> and the teacher was not, like, again, with that coming back to earlier, like I didn't have a connection. And I guess it kind of goes along with what Josh was saying. Um, school didn't make me happy. I wasn't like getting out what I put in, like crying, tests, exams, all this stress and effort to ultimately, you know, become my own boss. So I'm kind of tying it back into what Josh was saying about like putting like your energy and your effort into what makes you happy. And I think just trying to go through school later in life and not doing very well at it, realizing I'm a terrible student and giving me stress and anxiety. And I guess, you know, school's not for everyone. No, it's a great point. And I think that's a great point that anyone listening is you really do need to follow your passions and what the things that make you happy. Um, I think so many people don't do that. And then what ends up is that they're just miserable and life is way too short to do things that you, you hate. And so yeah. I think that's a great lesson. And there's some most like successful, powerful people that have never gone to school. Um, mm -hmm. So it is a great lesson for people to like, or there's trade schools. Like, you know what I mean? If you just want to do a trade, I mean, there's just nine month program and you can be trained to do something really well and be great at it and make a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like, you know, personal training is definitely one of those yeah. trade school and I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I absolutely love what I do right now. Even when I get texts at 10 o'clock at night from clients or, you know, oh my God, I'm trying to work out and I'm looking at the studio, like I need to fix that. I need to fix that. And you know, like, you know, when you work for yourself, like the, out, the clock doesn't just stop at five, but it's totally worth it. That's why we're recording this on a Sunday. <laughs> on a yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> I love you guys. Okay, so um, I'd love to ask this question. You guys both answer. What is your favorite restaurant in, let's say, the Post Falls, Coeur d'Alene area? I'll let you go first. Oh my God. Um, oh, there's so many. You can tell like everyone I've asked. So like I've asked, I've been to the interview and a lot of fitness people or health professionals and you, everyone that's in this realm is like foodies. They're like, let me tell you what the best food is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, although this restaurant doesn't align with my health goals, um, <laughs> the filling station right next to the studio is oh. so good. I forgot about that. You totally would forget about it because it's tucked away just in its own little nook. But um, the young, there's a couple young guys, or I don't know, maybe it's just one guy. Um, he owns it. Super cool. Super nice. Um, you know, they went through that whole struggle through quarantine and shut down and 
we may have single-handedly supported them through takeout. I'm not sure, <laughs> but um, they're just really cool. We love just like going in there, broing down for a little bit. The food is like outstanding and the beer list is like a binder. So if you're a beer person, that's your place. Yeah. And, and I, the yeah. White House Grill. Oh. Is nice. Yeah. Actually, you guys have some great spots, like really close to you. Yeah. yeah. Within walking distance. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a tough one because I probably was going to say the filling okay. station if Jesse didn't <laughs> because their breakfast burger is like <laughs> the best. And uh, since she said the filling station, I'd probably pick the Oval Office. Mm, like their, what was that uh, pita bread thing we got? Oh, I don't know. But I also may be partial because I train Raji's wife and they are absolutely amazing people and we love them dearly. <laughs> well, and the filling station are really good people too. Um, I've yeah. known Keith from the filling station from like Coeur d'Alene stuff and he donates cakes of beer for every fundraiser I ask him for. He always says yes and he always donates at least one or two cakes to every fundraiser I need beer at. Those people really care about the community. So I'm really glad that you guys have kept them open. So keep it up. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, all right. So outside of powerlifting and being uh, super like, you know, you know, physical, what are some of your guys' hobbies? You've got quite the list. Okay. So I guess <laughs> I'll right. start here. Kind of depends on uh, what month it is for me, but... I'm a, I kind of bounce around too much, but I think if we were to pick one, dirt bikes, dirt bike racing has just been there, been the thing that I've always done since I was a child. So I have to be like, yeah, that's why I do all of this stuff is so I can go, go ride. And the last five years has been terrible for that because I've had seven <laughs> surgeries in five years. So it hasn't been the best, hoping to get back to it more this next year but I've also gotten pretty into cycling and mountain bikes and things with wheels um we got a new jeep so we're gonna go play in the dirt with that so just a little anything with an engine and with wheels is pretty much you got me um yeah yeah uh for me I'd have to say it sucks. I feel like kind of lame, but I mean, powerlifting is like my biggest hobby. Um, it's what I look forward to every day, but outside of like that, uh, I would have to say like hiking, camping, taking the pups out when Walter doesn't drive me absolutely insane. And, uh, we also got new street bikes this year. They're little, uh, Kawasaki Z125. So I'm riding a street bike and it only goes 45 miles an hour, but I'm having a great time on it. And I just like, uh, driving it around town around the lake. And that's been super fun this summer. Oh, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. Um, so we're all going through something right now, whether it's losing jobs, we're, um, you know, maybe people are like not being as healthy, depression, seasonal depression now, the holidays are here. It's just constant. Jesse, can you give a piece of advice to someone listening, something positive to tell them during this really tough time? Yeah, um, I think that um, you kind of have to take a step back and instead of focusing on everything you don't have or you don't get to do, just take account for the things you do have. Like this year I was super pissed that every single event 
I've had got canceled, including our own wedding. So um, instead of sitting here being like, oh my God, this is the worst, like further adding all that negative talk in my head, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm fortunate we have our own house, the food is full, our client list might be smaller, but we have a solid base, whereas other personal trainers might not even have a schedule because their gym's closed. Um, you know, my parents are happy and healthy. All my family members are happy and healthy. No one that in my personal family has gotten COVID. So I'm super thankful for that. So instead of just focusing on all the shitty things that are going around, because I know there's about a bajillion of them, take a step back, think about all the things you do have. Yeah, that's, a great, that's a great point. It's like, and when we're really busy and before COVID, we're like, gosh, I wish I had more time to read, or I wish I had more time to just hang out with my spouse or my significant other, like people are, and then this is, this has, I know it has for me, has made me step back and really spend time with those people. I haven't been able to, because I'm like in the same house with them or doing something small as in like starting my own podcast, which I've always wanted to. It's a really good yeah. way to be like, we get to do the things that we didn't have time for. Right. Exactly. Josh, do you have a piece of advice to, to give um, listeners? So what I would say is focus on the things that you can improve and control. Um, obviously, like going through all of my surgeries, I've had to deal with some adversary, adversity and rehab and try to get through things that are really tough and take a lot of time to get fixed, you know, six to nine months just to get back to doing a normal thing. And so focus on the small changes, the things that you can do personally, and let time, like time's going to pass. So no matter what, better just work on it. Like keep working on the things that you can control because once time passes, eventually you'll get to a point where things will be better. So that didn't really flow out the way I wanted it to, <laughs> but uh, I think we can, we got you. Um, <laughs> so let's just say I want to train with you guys. How would I get a hold of you? How would I go about this to connect with you guys? Uh, so you can find us on social media on Instagram at Metamorphosis Personal Training. And we're on Facebook as well, Metamorphosis Personal Training Studio. You can find us on Google. From any of these outlets, you can find our email, my phone number, Josh's phone number. You can literally text us day or night. We don't care. We'll answer your message. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or just stop by a studio, you know? <laughs> go to the filling station. Actually, go work out, then go to the filling station so you can earn your beer. <laughs> yeah, and so it might be a little difficult going the other way, though. <laughs> balance. Yes. Yes. I love balance. Um, Let's just say, um, how can we, me and myself, the listeners, anyone that's following this, support you guys right now? Um, you know, give our page a like, give our Facebook a smash that like button, you know, <laughs> like the cool kids say. And, um, you know, just sharing small business stuff. I love your sign, shop local in the corner there. Um, we are huge advocates of sharing all of our best, like local entrepreneurial, ugh, entrepreneurial friends, however you say that. Um, we just share, share, share local. We uh, love all the little guys, you know. It's just supporting people like us, you know, 
the dream and not the Amazons and the Walmarts. So even if it's just, you know, sending our post to a story like that means the world to us, um, anything yeah. like that, you know? Getting the word out there and coming by for training. Or, or like even illegally putting our stickers on objects around town. <laughs> That's great too. I love that. Well, thank you guys so very much. Thank you thank for having, you for us, having us. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.